T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I'll tell you what I would really love to do just in general, and I've talked to Sheila about this. I, I don't think we're going to be able to do it, but I would love to literally just have a pet line. Yes. Just, just a legit <laughs> pet line on a chain, a big ass chain. And he just, he really is my pet. We just walk <laughs> around the building. We go out to practice. We're at seven on seven. We're behind the kicker when he's kicking. We're just, <laughs> there we are on command. You could train him. Like if one of your groups isn't doing well, you could just take him over to their section and just have him take a right there in the middle of where their section is at and then bring him on back yes. i mean think about it be outstanding <laughs> yeah wow the lions have a what pro wrestler slash potential killer as a head coach yeah dan cannibal yeah that's yeah that's that's the Bears. That'll be on the other side of the. I don't know if they're going to bring a leashed lion into the. Okay, that's certainly an interesting thought. Um, so much of this stuff. Let's, I I have to get the whole. I don't remember all the details, but Jackie Sherrill, was it A and M, and they're playing Texas, and I think they once gelded a Longhorn. I think he once did that. I wow. don't think I, I don't know they have all, but that's what to show his team to fire him up. So does he have normal conversations, or do they all end? Dead like, cannibal. Yeah, they, even if they're normal, I feel like he'd be like, "Hey, very nice to meet you. Good to see you," and then walk. I will kill you and cap yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. Dan. Well, October yeah. seems like his month, doesn't it? Doesn't he seem like a horror picture creation? Ooh, you know, yeah. Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, Chucky. That kind of thing. I don't know. I th- it's, or do you, know, you think of more like, you know, Buffalo Bill? <laughs> oh, wait. She's a great big fat person. <laughs> yeah, she's a big girl. She's a big girl, sir. <laughs> does he ever, hey, does he ever find that guy? <laughs> Freeze! <laughs> well, hello, Clarice. Have a good old friend for lunch. So while we talk about... Well, the historically pathetic bears and Dan Cannibal's lions. Let me remind you of this. These are not such sorry airwaves because Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score will carry the Patriots Buccaneers game and Tom Brady's return mm. to New England. Oh, bears. That's broadcast starts at 6:30 Sunday night. By Brady, the way, and the hoodie, the evil warlord. Sorry. Uh, by the way, Brandon Fry, I'm just curious. When I was doing the 
Are, are you great big fat? Did you get that reference? You probably don't, do you? No, not no. at all. Okay. Not at all. Not I just a- laugh at your impressions. Okay. <laughs> That's all. No, because you had you had a smile, but also a confused look. Like it was everything. You're like, I'm appreciating what he's doing over there. That's what this is me being you or inferring you. But you thought it was funny, but you didn't quite know what it was, right? Yeah, not at all. I just you just entertain me. I get lost in your eyes, and then I just, the oh wow, I love it. do my eyes look blue or green at the distance? Distance we are through the through the glass. A little right bit of now. both, but I'll say more blue. Okay, all right, all right. I love Brandon. Fry. Brandon Fryer always looks like he just got done playing volleyball. That that's the look that I like. A little bit less today because he's got the flannel on over the t-shirt, but he usually got the baseball cap on, a t-shirt, shorts, and fresh kicks. Like he just got off the volleyball court. Okay, maybe he did. Yeah, it's it's possible. Yeah, so yeah. Now he's got extra time now that uh, he's only got two shows to prepare for on Saturday. All by himself. Right? Yeah, yeah, all by himself. Yeah. So we had we had a discussion briefly. We had we heard from Olin Kurtz. We need to hear from him again because you you just <clears throat> I want to hear that again so you understand how far how close he's getting that he he doesn't go all you know, OB and Buffon kind of thing. But with with a higher level of he's firing, he's got just as many arrows he's pulling out of his quiver and it's all rapid fire because of the 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 damning, the blaming that just listen to Olin Krutz talk about what he just saw or what he had just seen against Cleveland. It just has to, man. It just has to look different. They can't they cannot do that again. Uh, they cannot put him now. Listen, the Detroit Lions, they do not line up with the Cleveland Browns front, right? This is not the dog pound. This is not Miles Garrett. Garrett. This is not Clowney. This is not Tack McKinley. Uh, this is a better matchup for the Chicago Bears offensive line. You knew going into that game last Sunday, those three DNs, if they got the chance to rush the passer, we're going to give the Bears tackles all kinds of problems. I think everybody knew that except for the guys at Hallis Hall who didn't give them any help. So uh, this uh, D- Detroit Lions defensive front, not as good. Coach Glenn's unit up there in Detroit giving up 31 points a game. Uh, they don't have the crowd noise. The Bears offensive line looked pretty good against the Rams. Obviously, the interior three matched up better against Aaron Donald. They looked pretty good against the Bengals. Um, you know, obviously, four takeaways helps a lot. But this matchup is not the same. So you, you have some advantages. Peters can handle the Lions defensive ends. At least you hope he can. If Fetty can handle the Lions defensive ends. But this, this game has to look different. You have to get him out of pocket. I don't buy Coach Nagy's uh, uh, excuse of they knew what we were trying to do. Look, when Trey Lance comes in the field in San Francisco, people know what they're trying to do. Kyle Shanahan still gets him out of pocket. People know what Lamar Jackson's trying to do. He still runs the ball. Why we haven't seen Justin Fields on design quarterback runs? Why we haven't seen him out of the pocket? Why we haven't seen their best offensive player, David Montgomery, catch more screens out of the backfield like we saw from Kareem Hunt against the Chicago Bears once the Bears defensive line started dominating that game? Oh, look, guys, let's run screens. Well, that's genius. Well, we hope Coach Nagy them. We hope they figure that out and they start to run things that help their offensive line because when you have a unit that you're not paying much money to and you lost your high draft pick to a back injury and you lost another draft pick to an ankle injury, you have guys that, that are replacing them. You need to help them out with screens, more runs, draws, and give Montgomery the ball and try to depend on your defense who are getting Eddie Goldman back this week. 
It was just, that's Olin Krutz who's <laughs> talking. Okay, no excuses. The Lions are not the Browns' defense. Wow. Sorry to interrupt, sorry to interrupt. We apparently have a breaking phone call. Yes, It's our yes. breaking phone call sounder, Brandon Fryer. Tell us. What's going on here on the score? You got your good friend Toby here with you. Oh. Hey guys, Hi, Toby. What's up, man? How's it going? You tell us. What's the breakdown? What's on your mind, big boy? Oh man. Well, I'm alive. What? And I find that to be the goodest thing. Okay. There is. Was there near death, or did something happen? What's no, going no. On? You're oh, alive. The, okay. Uh, Norm McDonald. Sorry. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. You got Norm material today. You huh? know that one. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, guys. You know, everybody needs a, to put. Everybody needs somebody to push you in your job. And quite frankly, the Bears have been out sucking you the last few weeks. It's just, I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, that's you that's know, straight fire. That's honest. That's more honesty uh, here than you would hear at Hallis Hall about play calling. That, yeah. Well, see, and that's part of the problem. I would like to be part of your uh, your roll call. Can I can I channel my uh, last Sunday for you? Go ahead. Here it goes. Oh my God, this sucks. Okay. As we long as we clean. have that on the logger tape, we'll be okay with that. It's, it's we on can the add logger. Name. Logger. Yeah. You feel good saying that, don't you, Steve? Logger. It's on yeah, the it's logger. Radio t- logger. Radio what's the system logger. called over there, Brandon? What What's the system we we work on? It's on logger right now. No, no, no. Like wide Odyssey. A oh, wide orbit. That's it. Wide orbit. What do you think wide about that? Orbit. Wide orbit. That's our system. That's the system. Yeah. We got to gotta gotta give them a wide orbit. Yep. Got a wide orbit. Thing. You know. I, I take my life lessons from the Chicago Bears, and that's just not a good thing to do. You know, I I, I've, I sucked at my job. I, you know, screw things up, and everybody points it out, and I go, promote me, you know, and it doesn't work that way. And I no, go, not, you know, not unless you have a good deal of nepotism involved. You know, and I guess that's the problem. I don't. So, you know. It's just not a good thing to do. It is getting uh, awfully dark outside of our downtown Chicago studios right now. The rain is about to to move in. So I just wanted to warn everybody walking around aimlessly in downtown Chicago right now. So. How about that derailing of a segment? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's yeah. it. So it's the apocalypse is upon you. Yeah. <laughs> just, it doesn't uh, involve the bears. Stream but... of consciousness here. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Well, Toby, I... I um, You're on record, I, Toby. You're on record. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, can, I know. You're can, on logger. Yeah. You got me. Give me a wide orbit. <laughs> we, got, we got you a wide orbit. Yeah, yeah. wide orbit. Do some Would wide orbit. Would that be a good rapper's name? Would that be Willie? He, we hear that on... Uh, on the hip hop award show, Super. Wide Orbit, a distant Super cousin Super of Biggie Bowl Smalls, show. Wide Orbit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Gotta like I that. I heard about that. Yeah, uh, that's right up my alley. Yeah, I'm sure. I don't even know what kind of music you listen to. Actually, what uh, what is your genre? Uh, I listen to everything, but uh, Dr. Dre is a god. Okay. Um, I as an ex producer and uh, just unbelievable. So, um, yeah, that. 
age-wise, you know, and genre-wise, that, that Super Bowl. I'm a big, you know, rock Nirvana guy, too, from back in the day, too. I really liked that last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, right, right. 30th anniversary. So kind of those are my two. I kind of I kind of go back and forth between those two genres. Okay, so you're Dr. Dre and Nirvana. That's all Toby listens to. Yeah, God. pretty much. If you've ever seen the Defiant Ones on HBO, pretty much like yes. everything. In, That's a great, great, you know, great show right there. Yes. Dude, so, I Dr. Dre listening to Nirvana in his Oceanside uh, studio. So here we are. Entertain us. And for God's sakes, don't forget about Dre. You got that, Toby? Toby, right. you're the best. I, I, I haven't. Nope, never. I almost did, and then somebody reminded me. So okay. it was like That's five good. minutes too. Okay, I mean, it was like five minutes after I forgot they reminded me. So thanks, well, Toby. Good. You're the glad goods, buddy. On the ball, yeah. We thank yeah. you. Thanks for we got you in. I'm glad that hey, I'm glad the Friars here today, not not Trash Panda, and that's why you got on the air today. So congratulations. He broke through the substitute teacher. That's <laughs> that's yeah. exactly right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Toby. Toby one. Yeah. Okay. Toby two. Yeah. You, how much? How how many seconds or minutes delay will that halftime show need? Just starting with Snoop. Oh my God. Well. Yeah. I mean, but you can't stop him from smoking his weed out, out on the stage. So. You know, well, you can pixel them out, I guess. They're not cut to them or whatever. I have no idea what's going to happen with that. That's that's going to be quite a thing. I was thinking that maybe the I'm Fat podcast they should have like notorious FAT that we should have one of those rappers. Oh that yeah, should be a rapper or wide orbit, like you said. Yeah, wide orbit and notorious FAT. So there you go. That's exactly. the I'm Fat podcast. Sup. Anyways, I wanted to get back to Olin Cruz talking you do. about no excuses. Because the Lions' defense is not the Browns. No excuses. No crowd noise for the offensive line. More no excuses. That the tackles, Jermaine Fetty and Jason Peters, should be able to handle the defensive ends for no excuses there. And he calls out Negi's cowardice with Fields or his stupidity in the game plan. It was just... Now, you can imagine. We heard many, many years on the, the beloved Buffon and, and OB and the way... That, that they could crank up the 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 anger and, yes and all that and Olin probably Olin could get mad there's no doubt he could but he was just firing it off by saying nope 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 now what now what we dare you to win that's kind of what it is we dare you to show progress we dare and and the way he was talking about screenplays is just a basic line of thought that really exposed and pantsed Matt Nagy, the historically pathetic Matt Nagy, for what it has been, for what this offense has been. It has just been been nothing. And no matter what the quarterback is, whatever style, whether the guy could run, whether he couldn't run, whether he was drop back pocket, whether he could get rid of the ball quickly, or what, whether he'd won a Super Bowl or not, they all sucked under Matt Nagy. And the Bears... The, it, it, the only two people dumb enough to believe this works are Ted Phillips and George McCaskey because they endorse the six-game losing streak. This, that's the situation you're in. And all I that, love, and all that, yeah. and tomorrow the Bears will probably win. Well, they will. And because be because, because and be the Lions because are hysterically bad. Hysterical. Yes, they are. See what I did? 
Yes, they are. I saw what you did. Yeah, yep. because 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 of all the wonderful things he does. All right, I, Bill Lazor, you 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 have a take on this. I know um, you heard this. Bill Lazor indicted Negi by saying this. We have, he's talking about the protection, and he, he began this thought and this quote with, "If I could go back a week, I can't, but if I could, I'd have a different protection plan." Okay, that's fine. You're you plan a game plan, whatever, you, it doesn't always work out. But here's where I thought it was really damning. When he says, we have mechanisms to help the protection, whether it be to throw the ball faster, move the pocket more, to help the edges, to turn the line and help with more guys, to use tight ends more in protection, all the different answers that we have, and they're all in the offense. It's easy to say I would go back and do all these things differently because of what the results are, so let's learn from it and not have it happen again. He is, he is talking about the fact that having all of these options and not exercising them is a failure to act. It's either a loss of poise on Matt Nagy's part, or it is a complete inability to harness his own offense, the one he's, of which he is so protective, so unable to adjust during a game so unable, incapable of seeing the game in front of him and what requires. If it's all in the offense, why didn't you use it? And Nagy's lame excuse, hint of an excuse, was, well, the Browns look like they could thwart some things. Really, you have an athletic quarterback. You're still not sure of everything he can do, and you were not giving him the chance to do it. Maybe he could make a really good defense. Maybe he could get them tired. Maybe he could run around. Maybe he could embarrass them. Maybe he could make something happen. But you were too afraid to even try, or you were too stupid to try. I thought Bill Lazor's quote indicted Nagy. Maybe you heard it different. Maybe you saw it different. What do you think? Well, I think that, and, and it's funny how, like, even going back to Mark Helfridge, how when Helfridge spoke and now when Bill Lazor speaks, it's always the same. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is very honest. It's very refreshing. He indicted the call. Like, we've been doing this since uh-huh. since true. Mark Helfridge. Now, I will say, I don't know if he was indicting Nagy specifically. He may have been indicting the entire offensive coaching staff because these guys are in, in lockstep. He is loyal to and faithful to Matt Nagy. And I think he is saying, yeah, duh, we would have done things differently in terms of implementing an offensive game plan had we had the opportunity to do it again. So I think he is almost, I think he is almost, I mean, I'm down with it if you think he's indicting Matt Nagy. Like, I'm not going to fight that hard against it. But I think he is more or less saying, that we collectively as a staff should have prepared Justin Fields and the offensive line differently for this game. And it's kind of like stating the obvious, actually. It's kind of like, duh, yeah, we know. And But it comes out as, wow, he's he's indicting the coach. He's being – it's only because he's being honest. He's being ref- refreshingly honest about the, the situation. And he also said, and this was something that uh, Lales and I talked about yesterday, and that's the fact that he admitted, and you can put this down in the indictment category too if you would like, talking about how essentially saying the Bears need to tighten up their practices, that they need to practice better. And you never hear any head coach ever say that we had a bad week of practice or that you know even after a bad law, well, we had a great week of practice, it looked good to me. But there was Bill Lazor saying, and maybe not directly, 
but saying coming pretty close to saying yeah we we didn't we we gave them tools to use and they didn't use them and we need to tighten things up in practice so if you'd like to look at it as an indictment that's fine i think it's more like more or less like yeah duh you need to practice better yeah duh you need a better game plan <laughs> yeah but here's the thing and i know we have the rig but i couldn't miss it. i've saved it for just these kind of occasions there was the question asked of of uh historically pathetic matt Nagy why he thinks the Bears' offense will be better in 2021. And his quote began with, probably the way we've been practicing, the tempo. Tempo. Yeah, he was big on tempo, and that was his thing in training camp. Yeah. That was yeah, his the thing. The tempo in which he gets fired will be most oh, admired. man. How many times have you said that in this show? Well, today? I'm hoping. Look, I'm hoping you say it enough. I guess you're going to be right, but you say it enough, and maybe somebody – uh, who has been too stupid up at Hallis Hall will finally hear it because you can't look at look at the variety of quarterbacks and the offense sucks. So you got all different kinds and what they were allowed to do and not allowed to do. And he tried they tried to make they tried to make elusive running quarterbacks, Mitch Trubisky, now Justin Fields, pocket quarterbacks. And we saw how that went with Mitch Trubisky, and he's just gonna throw dumb interceptions when he's not just staring down his his one receiver. And Justin Fields gets sacked four and a half times. It's just, it, or four, uh, it's ten times, nine times, whatever it was. Nine times. Right. You're just, you, you keep looking at that and go, well, what's the common denominator? Common denominator is Matt Nagy is unfit for the job. That's the common denominator. All right. We need to chuckle or laugh or have mm-hmm. some fun. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a little bit of what are you doing, Wagner? And we'll try to bring some amusement. By the way, in BTW, I, I, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but it does look like we might have a couple of breaking calls as well after the break. So Breaking yeah. phone calls? Like at More least than... two. At least two right now that I'm seeing. There, There is blinkage in the studio. Well, we can do that. Yeah. We are 312-644-6767. That's the, that gets you to the tech zone, brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time. Shop online at rosenhyundai.com. And that'll also get you to the breaking phone call sounder that'll give Brandon Fryer something to do. And that's what we'll do. So we'll see what we do next on Saturday Suckage, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Nine times. What are you doing, Wagner? That's it. Our near award-winning segment, What Are You Doing, Wagner? Where we just sort of... Do what we do. Whatever. Look around. Look around the world. Find stuff. Such as. I I don't know if you were aware of this, but Freddie Freeman of the Atlanta Braves, he wanted an ice cream machine in the clubhouse. So Alex Anthropolis, the general manager, agreed and said if the Braves won the East, he would send another ice cream machine to Freddie Freeman's house. <laughs> That was in June. In June. Now it's time to pay up. The Braves won it. <laughs> and you know what I thought of? I could not help stop thinking of the idea of a ice cream machine in a home. Is Pat Hughes's terrific story about Ron Santo and the yogurt machine in Arizona? I don't know if I know that story. Oh my God, Pat should. Put that on a CD and just play it. Yeah, I'm sure it might be on the CD. Who knows? 
Yeah, it's it it in the the USA Today version of it is he went to get some yogurt and he turned the handle and he couldn't turn it back and he filled his cup and it kept going and he couldn't turn it off. <laughs> and he couldn't turn it off. <laughs> and the way Pat put it was and so what do you what do you think this mature man would do? Well, he would act like a child, and he just dropped the cup and ran away from it. <laughs> that's probably what I would do too, actually. And the machine kept going, and that's all. I uh, ice cream, yogurt, whenever it's that kind of soft serve stuff, I just think of Ron Sano, the the legend, and that's what he's doing. And Pat Hughes telling that story. That is fantastic. Um, oh. Oh, our breaking phone call. I mean, caller. this this phone is like it's, it's twice blinking. It's our phone's blowing up. Our line's blowing up. Well, Brandon Fryer, tell us what we have here. We got Bob in Lagrange. Bob, Bob what's up? Bob in Lagrange, welcome to the score. Yes, uh, <clears throat> you don't want to play the kid because you don't want to play him. Okay, who has have can't call the quarterback? Who's going to play tomorrow? It's 12 o'clock today. You don't know who's playing. He knows who he don't want to play, and that's Phil. But let me ask you a question. He paid the, paid the guy $10 million. That's Dalton. I don't know what he promised him on the contract, but he seemed to be kind of looking out for Dalton. What about the kid? He only played one game. What's the big deal? He got sacked. Okay. Everybody gets sacked. But he don't want to play Phil's, period. He want to play Dalton, hell, or high water, injured, or whatever. That's what how seven years. He don't want to play Phil's. Phil's going to look good, and now what he's going to do? What are you going to tell Dalton the rest of the year? 14 games left and gave him $10 million. What, what Pace going to do? Paying, Dallas gave him $3 million because they had less sense. How is he worth $10 million? Yeah, I don't think it's about money. I don't think it's about money, but I don't think about whatever it is, who's doing this, who's doing that. I I think there are any number of more believable factors than the salary of either of them. I think one is the that that Pace made another dumbass promise to a veteran quarterback, and then they drafted it, traded up to draft a quarterback. And I think that Nagy's been exposed as a guy who has no clue how to develop a young quarterback. He has no flexibility in whatever he calls his scheme. He has no ability to coach a game in front of him. And that that goes for the quarterback who has legs and can run and prove elusive and and stretch the other and test and pressure the other team's defense. Uh, Mark, you don't think it's money, do you? Well, I don't because the the price for somebody like Andy Dalton is ten million dollars. That that is the that, that's what you have to pay for a starting quarterback in the National Football League. So no, I have never once thought about it's a one year ten million dollar contract. And believe it or not, in terms of relative to quarterbacks, that is an affordable price. Right. Did Brandon Fryer take his finger off this machine? The magic, this the magic of Fryer. You know, I'm telling wow. you, the, yeah. the trash panda comes in here and just blocks out all the calls. And uh, I tell you, the, the <laughs> and by the way, Adam Stadzinski did uh, check in really quick before we get to, to Wayne. And he did say, tell Toby, I'm sorry I didn't respond to his email like two weeks ago. I meant to. But then I just didn't. Emoji, arms up in the air. What could I say? 
Liar, liar, pants on fire. Yeah. So, Brandon Fryer, now that we have a breaking phone call sounder, what do we have with? What have you brought us? By the way, I love studs. We have Wayne <laughs> in Lafayette. Wayne, welcome to the score. Do I have officially, uh, Mark, I want a doggone hard-boiled egg right now, Grody, and his buddy Rosie Rosenbloom today on the on the WB Club and on Saturday morning suckage. You guys are the best, boy. I love you guys. No man. doubt about it. You're just the best. You know, you know, Grody likes hard-boiled eggs, uh, Rosie. But you need to tell him about them In-N-Out burgers from from the California area sometime, man. That that that's way better than a boiled egg, buddy. buddy I've had it. You know I've that. had it really good. Very good. Oh, oh you've had them, have you, old buddy? Oh, yeah, good. I've traveled the world, hey. my friend. Yep. <laughs> I know. Well, you're 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 you're, get, you're getting large. You know, yesterday you were on prime time with Layla. I was. Layla, 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 Mahimi. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you guys need to drag her along on some of these Saturday shows, man. It, it would be it would be large. You know that. I would you? never do but that anyway. to Layla. I would never bring her to the Saturday <laughs> suckage level. No. <laughs> oh, you you got you guys are the best. So I tell you, what. hey, you know, last week you were talking a little bit about uh, O.J. Simpson and all this stuff. You know what I mean? I, I got I got. I got a real fast one for you here before I get to my bear stuff. Wait, do it, when, we do weren't it on next week. I wasn't. Uh, we weren't on last week. I wasn't talking about OJ Simpson. I'm not comfortable where this might be going. Oh, Show's over at two. Point? Yeah. Do you have a, a sports <laughs> thought for us? No, we're, we're, we're before we kill the breaking sounder forever. I want. I want to talk to Mark Grody first about. Are you happier with doing Bears stuff, or were you happier doing the Cubs stuff? Because you're great at both of them. Buddy. Oh, thanks, Wayne. Yeah, I think I like doing the Bears better, just because the schedule is better. Okay, that's 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 that because you're you're really good at both of them. Buddy. Oh, thanks, just, man. Just, just you're the glad, goods, just Wayne. Glad to have you there. I appreciate and you, Wayne. Rose, I appreciate you guys big yep. time, man. And, and thank you. And, and tell 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 him Nagy to quit. quit Quick calling plays that the defense knows better than his offense knows. Right. We'll pass that along. Thank you very much for the call. Thanks, Wayne. Wayne. You're the best, that. buddy. All, you need to be a little nicer to Wayne. Eggs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're you're a little bit too impatient there with with Wayne, Steve. Well, I was I was protecting our good name. I had no, no. idea where the O. J. Simpson thing could go. In my mind there was all kinds of bad. I was not okay. part of was not here last week, wasn't sure what the discussion was, was not willing to take the chance throwing myself wow. on the landmine of protecting Odyssey's broadcast Man, license. what has happened to you? Oh, no. <laughs> I think this is, this is probably, we have another breaking phone call. I think, I think it's probably Spilkus. I think he's calling yeah. everyone, what happened to this show? When did we become a, a call-in show? Let's get Bears All, right, all Access Brandon. on right now. Let's get these guys out of here. <laughs> Yeah. Brandon Fryer, what have you for us? All right, Steve, be nice to Wayne. And the next caller is Ron from the north side. Ron Hello. from the north side, welcome to the score. Oh, welcome. Uh, um, Justin Fields was sacked nine times last week. And if on the ninth sack he was lost for the season, what would Nagy say after the game? Would he lie through his teeth and say, well, he's being evaluated he's on a day-to-day basis? We're talking Armageddon. <laughs> all righty then. I I guess that all of the all of the self medicating places in the north side are doing good business. That was evil, man. That was, hey, yeah. what, uh, what do you guys say? think wow. if uh, if Justin Fields woke up one day and he walked down, and he got hit by a semi? What do you guys think about that? Leon's getting larger. Hey, okay. Uh, 
Yeah. Hey, what if there was a uh, tornado in downtown Chicago and you got stuck right in the funnel? I see the level of you guys' callers now. I'm not going to probably accept callers. <laughs> no, we, we're, we're all in favor. Look, the WB Club hat needs an outlet. It's all about mental, emotional therapy, and we're here for them. That's, that's the way it is. We're, we're, we're here for them. From the 708, in terms of screening calls, sweet mother of God, get Trash Panda in here. <laughs> sweet mother of God. Now we all understand what Trash Panda is doing when he hits the X no, on the phone it's not. system. We're here yeah. for entertainment we purposes. Are. We are. I think Brandon Fryer's done an excellent job. I will annoy so, hey, uh, What if uh, I put cyanide in your coffee this morning, Steve, and uh, you sipped it yeah, and then you yeah, fell put over? A hard-boiled egg in your yeah. coffee, yeah. and we'll do that too. <laughs> so I found some some signs that were retweeted that I want to run these by you, Mark, as part of our "What Are You Doing, Wagner?" Mm-hmm. segment until we get our next breaking phone call from a next, somebody's somebody's cleaned out his bong. They're coming in strong now, buddy. Yeah. So yeah. Mark, Dan Epstein, our friend Dan Epstein, wrote yeah. the book Big Hair, Big Hair, Plastic Grass. He tweeted out this sign recently, spotted by a friend at Kuma's Corner in Chicago, right? You know Kuma's Corner, right? Kuma's Corner? Kuma. Kuma. Oh. K- K-U-M-A. Is that the burger the, place? Yep. The yep. big hot dog, big loud burger joint. And it's, a, it's their sign of requiring face masks. And it says, you know what's really uncomfortable? pants but i still wear them in public not for me for others <laughs> you go that's awesome another restaurant sign that was tweeted out by rn merce rn underscore merce and he commented that this would be the title of his senior honors senior honors thesis and the <laughs> the sign on the restaurant door or window says all lobster prices have increased due to high lobster prices. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't get that out. I just, I, I felt like Ron Burgundy. It all All makes sense. Yeah. All lobster. I felt, or Alex, all lobster prices have increased due to, High lobster prices. What, what makes more sense than that? And a third sign that I found was tweeted out by Eric Adelson, a uh, journalist and uh, visiting professor in Florida. And the sign in, in, in the window on the door says, we're asking you to wear a mask, not a Nickelback shirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to share that. Yeah, so, that's yeah. good. Hey, BTW, yeah. I I heard you when you were, I don't remember, it was a solo show. Or it was a week that I wasn't there. And I actually caught you talking about something that I had recommended weeks ago during this segment, and that was the Netflix program, This Is Pop. And yes. you said you watched it. and I, I was watched like, all of it. Oh, it's so good, isn't it? Yes, you were, that was, that was the hot tip. And I've been passing that along to people because it makes you sing. I mean, when you and, and when you watch that and you see the stories again, this, the first one. When I saw the first one was Boys to Men. I knew nothing about this. Mm-hmm. All right, where does this go? Why would you start this series that way? And seeing what they they were the seminal group that spawned so much, and what they had to fight through, and what they delivered. And yeah. I thought, 
this is tremendous. Yes. <clears throat> and I was totally unaware of the auto-tune hatred. Yeah, T-Pain. And the guy's laughing through all his billions. And then the guy named Dennis Pop, the Swedish wizard that all of a sudden every bit of pop music, all pop hit groups had to go through Stockholm, had to go through somewhere in Sweden. Yeah. I found the series fascinating. So good. Yes. And then it went back to it ended with where my musical love began, which was whatever came out of the Brill building. And yes. Sugar Sugar by the Archies and Andy Kim and what and Carol King and, and Jerry Goffin and then the songwriting tandems and how that was such a factory. I that was a great. I loved it. I'm I thank you again for that yeah, recommendation. Man. I loved I also loved the Brit pop because I knew that was going on, like Oasis and Blur and all them boys in in Britain. But I was so into like the American rock at that time, which was mm-hmm. grunge, that I really wasn't paying attention to what was going on in other music and Britpop and all. And I like Oasis and the, some of those bands, but I was just so absorbed in other stuff that I didn't get into it. So I learned from that too. And then I bet you like the the Festival Rising episode too, with like Woodstock and Lollapalooza. And, and all that stuff too. So that was pretty. Yeah, awesome. a lot of stuff I didn't know about the the origins of that. But I really, I the learning about Oasis and Blur was. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of Blur. Yeah, I had I, no idea. I mean, Blur was never that big here in the state. Like not nearly as big as Oasis, mm-hmm. but you know they had a few hit songs definitely on American radio. But they were huge in in London and uh, Great Britain. Well, I found it interesting. I think it's, I've recommended it to people, and uh, it has been. It makes you want to sing. Yep. I just love love the music that came out of that. Uh, we got to take a break. We'll come back. We have more nonsense, some baseball stories coming up. Uh, I want to remind you that it's not all Bad Bears football and Bad Lions football. We have this broadcast coming tomorrow. Chicago Sports Radio six seventy. The score. That's. Us. <clears throat> we will carry. I'm just, you know, the idea of getting good football talk out of my throat is very difficult. <laughs> the score will carry the Patriots Buccaneers game tomorrow. Tom Brady's return to New England starts at 6:30 Sunday night, right here on these very airwaves. Take a break, and we come back more leading up to Bears All Access. I'm Steve Rosenblum. He's Mark Grody, and who should win? Do you have a Cy Young favorite in the American League? Oh, boy. Uh, Do you know no. it's a route by certain How about, figures? Uh, it's a route. It's uh, over. There should oh, not be any Oh, question. really? Okay. Yeah. Who's your guy? Yeah. Who's your guy? Yeah. I will I will tell you. Oh, who, okay. Who this is a tease. Okay. Who, right. It's a tease. Yeah. Hey, but I didn't say time radio. Let's do a tease. Yeah, we'll come back. Yeah. Saturday second. We suck at teases, too. Chicago Sports Radio 670, the score. Yeah, we do. Oh, hell yeah. Welcome and welcome back. Steve Rosenblum and Mark Rody with you. Saturday suckage. We're just ahead of Bears All Access. So I had said before the break, uh, Cy Young, American League, it's all over. Mm-hmm. It's a route. It's a route. GC? Liam Hendricks. Oh, 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 somebody's thinking outside of the box. Well, it's, it's Bill James. Bill James, the godfather of sabermetrics. 
he developed, I think with Rob Nyer, but I know that he developed, and, and maybe it's Rob Nyer because it's on ESPN, but there is a Cy Young predictor. However, Bill James waits it. He waits it. I'm not going to get into the weeds there. But in Bill James's algorithm, Liam Hendricks has a 174.6. He leads Anaheim's Rysel Iglesias by more than 30 points at 143.8. That's how far ahead, that's how dominant Liam Hendricks has been in at least the way that algorithm is Mm. constructed. Carlos Rodon still ranks fourth. He's still fourth. Everything that's gone on when you thought he was number one with a bullet and he was running away with it. But Liam Hendricks is winning the Bill James Cy Young predictor in a route. How about that said, like the two great signings that Rickon made, Liam Hendricks being one of them and your guy, Lancer Lynn, being the other. Yeah. Like a little bit of crap because we always dog these guys when they make horrible signings and the worst things in the world. But yeah, those two have really worked out. And Liam Hendricks is just a, he's a score guy too, you know? They're both, they're both great quotes. They're both just hysterical, right? Yep. And Lance Lynn was the White Sox fan who won a contest and gets to pitch for the White Sox, right? Right. 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 And they gave an extension. Yeah. Why do you, how did you? As you know, you could last all those pitches. I'm a big bastard. Right. I love that. Bad, By the bad. way, the Bill, the Bill James Cy Young predictor in the National League, get a load of this. The leader is Julio Urias. He's followed by Walker Bueller, and he's followed by Max Scherzer. Wow. All three Dodger pitchers. Not surprising that kinda, from that organization. No, it kind of takes the edge off. You know, season, uh, Clayton Kershaw's season-ending forearm issues. Josh Hader is fourth, and Adam Wainwright is fifth. So he's the Cardinals' likely starter if, this, if the standings hold up today, if the Giants continue to be unconscious and the Dodgers have to play the wild card game, it will be against Adam Wainwright and the Cardinals who win 17 games in a row, or maybe it was 1,700 games mm-hmm. in a row. And... I love this quote from Wainwright that last week, and it was against the Cubs, right, when they clinched a postseason spot or maybe just before the Cubs series, right around then. They clinched the postseason spot. And his quote was, Fangraphs had us at like a negative 400% chance to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And we just proved everyone wrong. We're going to keep to try, we're going to try to keep doing that. So Fangraph saw the quote, retweeted the quote, retweeted the quote, co- the quote, and said this: "Adam, we can tell the difference between an Oriole and a Cardinal. Give us some credit, please." <laughs> That's a great line from Nerds. That is. That's a great line uh, from Nerds. Did you watch any of the Cubs game last night, by the way? And I, I would not uh, dock did you. Did not. Okay. I was not forced to. No. That they're like. They are in screw it mode. Wilson Contreras in the ninth inning. <laughs> screw it game, mode. Is that, is that an actual mode? That is a mode. It's 3-3 in the ninth. 
There's a hit. I forgot who got the hit. Wilson Contreras. Uh, Willie Harris, the third base coach, is putting up the stop sign. Stop. Willie Harris just blows it off and gets nailed at the plate. Or, excuse me, Wilson Contreras. Nailed at the plate. At the and plate. then Paul Goldschmidt, the game-winning base hit off of my guy, Rowan Wick. Cardinals beat the Cubs 4-3. to three. Well, there you go. Such cubbage. Mm-hmm. He's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. The music means we have to get out of here. I'll leave you with this. BBC reports that Northern Ireland has a clown shortage. So if your name's McCaskey, maybe you can find an additional revenue stream there. I want to thank everyone who listened to Saturday's Suckage. Brandon Fryer for putting on all the breaking callers. We want to thank everyone for calling no matter what shape you're in. If nobody important heard this show, we'll be back next week. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. See ya. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Oh, yes. Wait Wait a minute, minute, Mr. Post. Wait, wait. Wait. Oh, yeah. That's it. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.